Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. It's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to another episode of The Brendan Show. When you have a doubt about something, 
You have to teach your mind to ask questions, to evaluate that, to do a better job. So uh, my doubts uh, as a coach beginning, I'm too young. Um, I haven't trained, you know, I, I got hired by a, an executive in a Fortune 500 company who's COO. I've never been the COO of anything. How do I coach that? I, I got hired to work with an athlete at a high level. I've never even played that sport before. Like I had a lot of fear and doubt about me being capable in fields that I don't know about. But that's not what coaching was, I would find out after I got training. It's like, oh no, coaching isn't about, coaching isn't about you. Coaching's not about the coach. Coaching is about the clients and the way they are thinking and approaching their goals and dreams. So it has nothing to do with your background. My ego is tied up to it. And that's what usually doubt is coming from. Doubt is usually coming from a concern of ego. I don't want to look dumb. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to make a mistake that other people see. I don't want to start small. I don't want to be embarrassed. That kind of thing. We'll talk more about that as we go through big dreams. But let me share some questions you might ask next time you have a doubt. Here's my favorite first question. Is this thought or worry, because all doubts tend to be a thought, right? It's a thought pattern. Usually the thought pattern sounds like what if followed by a negative statement. What if she doesn't like it? What if they make fun of me? What if I fail? So it's a what if followed by a negative statement. So it's a, it's a thought pattern, right? So that's why I say, is this thought or worry helpful to my joy and new story? So my, my doubt is I'm too young to do this career. Now I go, okay, is that helpful to my joy? No, because every time I think that, I feel like crap. That's a good indication. If you think something and you feel like crap, maybe not the right thought. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so why are you holding on to it? If it makes you feel like crap every time you think it, oh, I hate my body. I hate my body. I hate my body. And every time you say that, you feel like crap. Maybe that is not a thought you should be hanging on to. It's not serving you. And when you think about the new story now, I had to think, oh, no, the new story is I'm going to become a world-class coach, not I'm a dumb kid from Montana. Raise your hand if you're with me. My doubt was because my thought was always, well, I'm just a dumb kid from Montana. And I hope it doesn't, uh, for those who are Montanans in the room, I'm, I'm really painting a bad picture. I, I apologize to you. Uh, please go there, watch the river runs through it, go fish, go, go hike, climb, hunt, uh, go support our agriculture. Uh, my best friends in the world still live in Montana, so they would kill me for this whole presentation. <laughs> but for me, I felt lacking because I grew up in a small town where we didn't have fancy stuff. And no one ever talked about dreams, so for me it was a big deal. And so what I was doing was my doubts are your thoughts about the old or are they about the new? I had to go, wow, my doubts are about old stuff. But if I want to grow into the new stuff, I better be aware of that. So I had to say, oh, my, my, this thought of I'm just this dumb kid from Montana makes me feel bad. And it's also not part of the new story. So it's not joyous and it's not part of the new story. Stop thinking that, Brendan. That's not supportive of you. 
That's one way to process a doubt. Another way to process a doubt is this question. Will this belief carry me to my desired life? Will this belief carry me to my desired life? Because you're riding to your dreams, my friends, on your beliefs. Like your beliefs are the magic carpet ride. You know what I'm saying? Your beliefs are the magic carpet ride. They're carrying you to the dream. And so you'd better know what they are. And so here's my question to you all. You got a dream. What beliefs should you have now? Not just where were they were and do they bring you joy, but like what beliefs would be necessary to carry you to your dream? I had to start believing, oh, in any situation with a person, I'll dance and I'll flow and we will figure it out together. We will figure it out together became a new belief I had. We can go do anything, anything. Talk about any subject. I know we'll figure it out together. Not because I'm so smart, because the two of us are better than one of us. Ah, okay, great. That's amazing. Oh, a new belief. I will impact the world more than anybody could in this space, but first, I'd better know how to impact one person. I want, who wants to make a difference in the world? Raise your hands. Well, see, my belief is one day I'll make a difference in the world, but I also had to have a belief, ah, I need to know how to make a belief with one person because somebody just want to change the world, but we can't change our marriage. So we got to learn the process. And I had to learn, oh, that's a, the bigger belief. My belief that will carry me forward is I can figure it out together. The new belief that would carry me forward, you know what? These aren't going to, this isn't going to be anxiety for me. This is going to be fun, right? When you change the frame from fear to joy, the dream gets way closer. When you change the frame from fear to joy, the dream gets closer because that joy, that's the carpet. It says, this is going to be fun. Now let's get on this carpet and go to the dream. You got to change that frame from fear to joy. And now the carpet ride is mattering. Next up, I love this one. Is this belief verifiable and fair? When you have a worry or a doubt, can you verify it? Is it just your mind on a merry-go-round of doubt? Or is it real? My thing was, I'm too young to be a coach, right? I'm too young to write a best-selling book. I'm too young to get paid. I'm too young to become, you know, wealthy. I'm too young to, you know, meet my love. I'm too, I had this young thing. I said, how is that verifiable? Because I open up the magazines and there's young people who are rich. I, I see people out in the marketplace being admired and celebrated and hiring teams of younger people. I thought, that's not verifiable. That's, listen, your internal fears are often not market realities. Stop basing your worries and your fears based on what you're concerned about and start observing the world. Verify your concern to the world and you'll almost always find out, no, you're just trapped in some biases and fears. Is this situation in my control? Is the situation in my control? Then it's not 
a worry or a doubt. If it's in my control, great. I can impact things. But if it's not in my control, guess what? Let it go. If it's not in my control, why am I concerned? Why am I freaking about it? Why am I worried about it? Right? I can't control if this person thinks I'm too young to work with them. I can't control that. So stop worrying about the young thing, Brendan. You don't get to control that. I mean, I guess I could show up with a fake mustache. Uh, you know, I, I really thought that was funnier. I, I, I did think it was good. But I, I, could, I could dress up older. I could, I could appear older. But ultimately, that's their perception. I can't control that perception on them. So why am I going to the meeting worried about my age? Some of you need to reverse engineer this because you think you're too old. Oh, I'm too old to do this new thing. Is that verifiable and true? Uh, no. Oh, no. Well, I know one person who was you know, old as I am, and they didn't get hired because of this and that. I'm like, no. One person is not called evidence. Right? One person is a suggestive reality. But evidence, verifiable, you got to look at bigger picture things. Most of your concerns about your age, your weight, your appearance, these are manifestations of ego concerns. Oh, I don't look like this. I don't look like that. Uh, I was just with a bunch of influencers. One thought, man, I, you know what? I'm not as healthy as I should be. No one's going to listen to me about health. I'm like, what are you telling them about health? Well, they should sleep more. I think you can tell people to sleep more without having six-pack abs. <laughs> I mean, see, his mind is inventing this thing that has nothing to do with market reality. So raise your hand if you follow what I'm talking about. That you, see, if you think you're too old, no. You have the wrong frame. Your perception is wrong. If you think you're too ugly, if you think you're too this or too that, usually when you say, I think I'm too... Whatever that next line is, is usually incorrect. It almost always, I think I'm too, there's almost nothing usually positive. Maybe some of you think you're too extra. I don't know, but you know. <laughs> Only the young people actually got that joke, so maybe you are too old. So, uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you have those concerns, I'm here to tell everybody in this room. I have met people who started their career in their 80s, in their 80s, and loved that decade of their life, in their 80s, who wowed people and became millionaires at the end of their life. Like, I don't want you to think, oh, well, I can't because I'm this. Because one thing I always find, like, as a coach, see, I was like, oh, I can't go be this guy because People know me as this consultant, this company. No one knows you. <laughs> if you're thinking, well, people know me as this, Brendan. No one knows you. Just because your neighbor knows you or that 40 people at work knows you, no one knows you. It's my favorite story of my time on American Idol, still to this day, was, uh, was, was um, um, that, that clip of Ryan Seacrest. It's still the funniest thing I've ever seen. I love this clip. You got to see it on the internet. So this clip, uh, there's this little girl. She's this tall. Her dream her whole life was to be on American Idol. She's an American Samoan girl, and she comes to American Idol with her two big brothers. Two 
big Samoan dudes. I mean, big. I mean, they walked in the room and it shook. I mean, just big guys. And so they're escorting their sister to her biggest dream of her life, okay? She's dreamed about it her whole life. So I'm, I'm watching this clip and I'm trying to figure out what they're doing with the producers because they keep showing her and she's talking about this dream of my life, my dream of my life. And she's going over to the re rehearsal area and she's talking about the dream of her life, dream of her life. And then she comes in and she's in front of Randy and Paula and Simon and she's so nervous. And then she starts talking and as they're talking, having a conversation, they're panning out to, or they're cutting out to, there's Ryan Seacrest standing there between two big <laughs> Samoan men. And they keep cutting back to just Ryan standing between <laughs> these two big guys. And I'm like, why are they doing this cut? I couldn't figure it out. And then she sings and she smashes. She's so amazing. She gets a standing ovation. Paula's crying. It's like this great thing. And this is her whole dream. She must have been talking about it her whole dang life. The brothers came with them. And then they pan back out and Ryan's like this. And the big Samoan brother looks down to Ryan Seacrest, the host of the show, at the time the biggest show on the planet, and the show that his, his sister's dream, and he looks down to Ryan Seacrest, he's like, so, who are you? I can't become a coach because they knew me for, I was a therapist or I was a, uh, you know, a consultant or I was a manager. Or I, no one knows you. It's just the story you're saying, oh, well, I was, no, no, no one knows you. I've been with the biggest influencers in the world, all around the world, and we'll walk in and you'd, be, they, you'd think they're going to just get mobbed outside of their world or their universe. They're not even known. I was with one of the, the, the top five YouTubers on the planet the other day, and we went and had lunch, and I kept thinking, this person is totally gonna get recognized. This is totally gonna happen. No one knew. A girl sat next to us, sort of having this conversation, says to uh, the person, she says, I think I recognize you. And he says, oh, that's cool. And she goes, um, did you go to my school with so-and-so? <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I didn't. He's like, oh. <laughs> No one knows you. You can pivot whenever you want. You can pivot whenever you want. That is in your control. Other people's opinion of you, their perception of your old story, that's not in your control. Forget about that. Take the helm of your dream. Everyone say, I own my dream. I own my dream. Turn the right, shake them, say, you own your dream. You own my dream. Oh my goodness. Number five. What judgment can be released now? You got to let go of the judgment. I had to let go of the judgment. I'm not capable. I think that is the biggest judgment you have in your life. I'm not capable. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty. I'm not, like these, I'm not underline you got to release those judgments to go to the next level. That baggage is too heavy for you to elevate. You got to go, I got to, what judgments do I need to release? What is it? 
You, you got to let it go. I was, I thought I'm not, I'm not capable. I, I'm not somebody who can work with famous people. I said that to myself one time, my first fancy client. I was like mortified for days worrying about it. And then I said, that's a judgment about me. They haven't even made yet. And here I am stopping before I even get to play on the field. You go to the game, you get in the game, you get dirty, you get knocked down, but you get in the game. You get in the game and you don't judge yourself until the game is over, until the fourth quarter clock hits zero, zero, zero. You don't get to judge yourself before the end of the game. You get in the game. You play the game full out. I said, I got to let this judgment go because I'm worried of their judgment, so I'm stopping myself. It didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense at all. Sixth, what would make me, oh, I love this one. You guys know I love the role model mindset. What would make me a role model now? You know what would make you a role model now? Starting when you're uncertain. You know what would make you a role model now? Going forward despite the hurts. You know what make you a role model now? Standing up for what you believe in sooner than later. You know what make you a role model now? Speaking up for other people. You know what you make your role model now? Getting the education you need now, not seven years from now. What makes you a role model now is when you take appropriate action for yourself. And what makes you a role model is when people see you do that over and over, they recognize that is true to your spirit and your integrity. And then they can count on you. They go, you know what? She's going to show up. She will show up. She will work on herself because she's always done that. She cares. And that's what's going to make you a role model. If I had the blessing of coaching or knowing each of you, there's no question the reason I would admire you so much is that you're still here you're still in the game. You're still working on yourself. You're still getting the education you need. You're still open to learning. You are still in the hunt. You are still going after it. You are still believing. You are still here. You're, you're a role model for being in this room. Because a lot of people, they could work on themselves, but they don't. But you do. And that's why I have such reverence for this group, because I know this is my tribe. I always tell my coaches, I'm like, you're my peers. We, we do the same thing. We want to impact people's lives in a positive way. That's a beautiful thing. You might not know it yet because you've judged yourself in the past, but some of you inspired people in these groups of five here. You have inspired and lifted others, and you've made a difference here, even if you didn't know that. So turn to the person left right, shake them and say, thank you for your service. Number seven, so what's, this is my favorite one. Every time I have a worry or concern, I might work through this framework. Do you guys like this framework? I will tell you, if you will ask these questions, you will unlock a whole new mindset. Like I, these are types of things for like four or five years of my life. These were printed next to my computer because I was a worry wart. Any worry or worriers in the rooms? I was like, oh my God, these worry, these thoughts are so lame and I'm not happy. So I had to reprogram myself with these questions. I would ask them over and over and over. My very favorite one is that last question. So what's the next right action of integrity? 
Yes, I'm sad. And what's the next right action of integrity? Yes, they cheated. And what's the next right action of integrity? Yes, it didn't work out. And what's the next right action of integrity? No matter what happened, it's what's next. No matter what happened, it's what's next. What challenges people and hurts people is when it's this happened, period, ellipse, period, ellipse, period, ellipse, period, ellipse, period, ellipse, period, ellipse, and 10 years went by, and then they took the next right action of integrity. That's where pain is. The time between what happened and your next right action of integrity. The longer that space, the bigger the pain. The longer the space, the bigger the pain. So we got to go, okay, whatever happened, got it. No one's discounting what happened. It was hard. It was brutal. It sucked. You didn't want it. You didn't ask for it. Damn them. Dang it. That sucks. And what's the next right action of integrity for you now? What would be good for you now? What would you be proud of now? And I had to think that too, because in my life as a coach, I was like, but I'm not perfect yet, right? That stuff of who am I? Who am I to try and inspire people? You look at that stage up there, I know some of you go, oh, I'd love to be on that stage, but I know simultaneously your brain goes, well, who am I? Why would they listen to me? Because you're you. They'll listen to you because you're you. They'll listen to you because you're you. They, the next right action of integrity is to take the stage of your life and communicate well, to take the next action well, to, to decide what you stand for and do it because people respect individuals and authenticity. Is this true? Yes? Listen, we think it's the ending that gives us credibility. It's the being and relating that gives us the credibility. To be who you are and relate with other people well, to take action and integrity over and over and over, it starts to sit on you and people see it. And when you're a person of integrity and you sit with someone and coach with them, everything changes. If you're ready to take your life to a whole new level, make sure you grab my book, High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Become That Way. It's available on Amazon right now. And when you order your copy, you're really supporting my channel and the message. And you're also getting a book that will reveal to you 20 years of my research into what is it that helps people go to a new level of success in their life? What does it really take? What habits are proven to help you reach long-term success in your career, your health, your personal life, your relationships. It's called High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Become That Way. It's available on Amazon right now. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the U.S., you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, 
It's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me. 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course? and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules. Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really, Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access 
to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in. I've got paying members coming in. I've got all these different products or courses or programs. And, and they've always had these different logins. They've been all over the place. Now, with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post. I can post. We can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio. So can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.